for hours. Please. Kiss. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage cast, where we discuss each of the National Treasure's cinematic masterpieces and his life. We also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can from his character that week. My name is Linda, but you can call me the cheese. But also, a man without a truck isn't a man. That's what happened to me. That's right, and I like to wear my cap backwards when I go in and arm wrestle people, because it's like I'm a truck. I'm just unstoppable. <laughs> and I'm not Donnie. This time, I'm Black Dog 22, and I support trucker speed. Are or is that their the double elimination uh, <laughs> challenge right there? Uh, yep. <laughs> Hell yeah, boy, I got me a truck boat truck. <laughs> I'm a man oh from Alabama God. or Adrian. You sound just like the Squidbillies. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the Unknown Henson, man. Your man is gay as a goose, <laughs> darling gay. We're only doing as a good lord intended. Inconvenient. <laughs> 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 Listeners, I'd like to tell you the brief story of a uh, oh, of a of an actress who really got the spotlight uh, shown on her in 1998. Uh, it was with a German film called Run Lola Run, Ouch. and <laughs> Franca Potente with Run Lola Run. She entered the scene and everybody thought, now here is a, is an actress ready to burst on the scene. <laughs> and she's got her whole career out ahead of her. She's going to be a star. Just <laughs> in front of her. Oh, she did. She did that. <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> Flash forward to 2018. <laughs> she was in a magical movie where she lived out her full potential as an actress. In The in... Conjuring 2. <laughs> <laughs> and Between Worlds. <laughs> oh, no. Like I told Adrian, this is what happens when someone tries to explain to people Cool World after they got really, really, really high and drunk, and they can't really remember it correctly, so they decide that David Lynch directed it, and they try to make their version of it. You know, there's somebody else who did that, and they made Migrating Forms, which was in black and white. It was just two people having sex in a room for 90 minutes, and it was better than this. That almost sounds like Begotten, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was it's a little bit... It's like your racer head um, with half the budget. Yeah, without the chicken and embryo. <laughs> well, it's like a racer fine. head, just not at all. <laughs> yeah. You've got your good things. I've got mine. <laughs> so uh, I guess we should give a, a quick summary of this fucking movie. Um, <laughs> we don't do that to women down south. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was so... the most amazing fucking thing. Listeners, oh my, my name's Joe, and we're back in Alabama. And that's fucked up. You do realize that, right? I'm a trucker. 
I'm a down on his luck trucker. I just need to pay Jabba back so I can keep my rig. But oh no, there's a lady getting choked out in the stall. I'm going to have to rush her to the hospital and choke her out some more. So did you she say contact the spirit paid world. Jabba back? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I just need a few more credits. <laughs> no, well, that down no there problem. is for smuggling. <laughs> Never thought I'd be smuggling myself in it. <laughs> this year rig's the one that made the Kessel run less than 12 parsecs. So Nick Cage, the trucker, complains about buying a shit sandwich from a convenience store hears mm-hmm. some screaming and kicking breaks mm-hmm. into the bathroom to find a man just bored out of his mind choking a woman goes, is you it don't over yet no, woman no, like that in the south chuck me some more what are you doing stop <laughs> yeah. you, you he starts beating the shit out of him and the woman's like what are you doing oh my god and, it's and never he says explained. something about like why don't have you ever tried fighting a man gator <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He says, "You wrestle a man, Gator." Do you, you just know about life? Kickstarter on a whoop ass machine, boy. I'm from Alabama. And I don't give a fuck. Which made me think of the character from DC, of course. Oh God. But uh, yeah. So like, she's going, oh, "No, stop, stop! You don't understand." And I was thinking, like, okay, that's when you stop and say. Oh, I'm sorry. You're a you're a sex worker. Got it. <laughs> and you yeah. fucking leave. At any point, she could have explained it to him, but she doesn't. And then she just gets huffy and goes outside. And he's like, "Well, I'm already in this far," and follows her, wanting an explanation. And instead, well, she they goes drink. to his fucking truck. And he's like, "You need to stay because I called the state troopers, and you've got to explain things yeah. to them." It's like maybe there'd be nothing to explain if you didn't go knocking guys down and kicking them. See, yeah, that's just it. He's like, "Tell yeah. her, hey, you got to stay and call, answer the cops." And she's like, "Hold on, I got to call." Like, oh, oh, okay, I understand then, ma'am. And she can barely walk. Yeah, she can barely <laughs> walk. She's, she's walking like she had an eight-hour fuck session, and she's like, "I gotta go." <laughs> it's like, "Okay, are you a prostitute?" I am a woman. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm not okay. a prostitute. I am German. There's a difference. Oh my god, her accent too. Yeah, every oh. time she gets pissed, it's like suddenly you're just in Boston and you don't know why. <laughs> She's talking to me like like in this language. It's like some demon yelling at me. Yeah. Well, at first I was thinking like, wait, is she trying to do a, an American accent and doing a shitty job at it? But my he did say was like charitable. I actually forgot it was her until later on when he asked her, so well, you're German and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. God, that's right. Frank is in this. Why? <laughs> yeah, he was saying something like, well, uh, like what brought you to uh, from Germany or something like that. And I was thinking, wait, I took was that a German accent? Cause no. <laughs> I, I thought it was just a shitty American accent. No, it was just like a straight out like of Boston type doing. shit. It's like they're talking and she goes from like a, a half Southern slang to when she gets mad. She's like, don't you be pulling that shit here. It's like, what the, <laughs> the fuck is wrong? What is this going on? It just, every time she got mad, it came out strong. <laughs> I think, I don't know, I, I, my theory is that she tried to do the American accent, it didn't work, and so they added that line of, like, of being from Germany. Well, I mean, I kind of did support that when she suddenly got mad and started screaming 999 and then said something like, it's been Berliner. (laughs) 
So I was like, oh, okay, it's like, that's a little American, I guess. Sure, why not? It's still a line. But yeah, apparently she was being choked out by the guy, not for sexual gratification, but because choking a bitch out puts her in the other world and <laughs> saves her daughter. That, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. her daughter's in a coma after a very stupid motorcycle accident, and she's got to go to the spirit world to retrieve her daughter's spirit to put it the back in her body. Which sounds really cool. It's just too bad that they only say that this is happening, but they don't really yes. put it in the fucking movie. Yeah, not she only has that. the one trip scene where they're in the hospital, but it's dark, and it's like, ooh, it's tripped out, but you're only seeing it briefly. I'm a black nurse, and I believe in spirits, yes. and I'm going to tell you, no. you're not going to know yeah. your daughter later. No, not only that, that, it's nurse. they have a, some kind of a fucking relationship we don't know about together. Because she starts telling her, you're messing with things you don't understand. <laughs> she been to the other side. Yes. Well, and that lady's only job was, I mean, in the movie, was basically to to be the, the mystic black woman and yes. to later say, like, you done fucked up and here's what happened. Yes, and I think it's stupid that they like, made her the only black woman because that's the usual casting thing that we see with this, especially for a movie yes. made in Alabama. But uh, although that done. is fairly accurate, since there's a lot of people in the nursing profession who do develop superstitions. Well, and it's even lines. funnier that she has like she doesn't know if she wants to do an accent or not, so she does it very subtly, <laughs> and it's like you're giving kind of like you an island vibe to your accent. But also a local vibe. You're just, oh, like Cleo. You know, yes, exactly. That's exactly who I was thinking of when she was doing it. I'm like, okay, she's going to bust out into full Jamaican accent at any moment Is Miss Cleo out of jail? You know, they could have put her in this. Yeah. I just, again, it just feels like, I don't even think they even developed it. They just had it happen. They're like, okay, this is going to be really cool. You and this woman have a connection, and she's told you about her spiritual powers. And that's why she'll tell you, yes, you saved your daughter. It's like, but your daughter ain't acting like she's your daughter, is she? It's like, you mess with powers you don't understand. <laughs> it's like, okay, some like background? Only... No. <laughs> that's all yeah, they Yeah, you'll be her. like Jeremy's yeah. sister and hide away or something with the Jeff Goldblum on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and other better movies. Why didn't we just watch Vibes? <laughs> Oh, I fucking love vibes. Fucking, oh. oh man, Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Oh my god, vibes. why would you show that to me? I'm sorry, we had to know that it was real. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this yeah. woman's but getting yeah. choked out and a bitch choke Landia and saves her yeah. daughter, so she thinks, but it turns out it's Nick Cage's deranged, crazy dead wife that inhabits. But let me the tell daughter. you guys, like if I had a dime for every time I got choked out in a gas station bathroom, I mean, I wouldn't be having to podcast. Maybe that's a plus, <laughs> you know, maybe that's the only way you don't smell the, the gas station uh, bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We saw the, yeah, uh, the proprietor's ass crack in like... there, you know, like he probably doesn't so much as spray after he goes in there. He just thinks he's at home. And the movie, like, it starts off with this, like, really fucking god-awful dialogue. And just, like, the really shitty directing. It it came across like a student film. Oh, you're talking about the Under the Ice bit for the opening titles? 
No, I'm talking about like when when she's going over to his truck and just like letting oh. herself in. Oh, and like yeah. before that, she's like, oh, good news. My my daughter's out of the coma. And it's like, bitch, do I know you? Like, why are you telling me this? Why are you getting he in my just fucking fucked truck? Up her whole choke out spirit session. She should not want to be near him. She should have like left. Yeah. Like, and yeah, unless that was supposed to be her truck. But I mean, her. Well, we know that like, she also drives rig, a big but then, Yeah, yeah. But, but then, if that's the case, then why did she need the the ride from him? I don't. Cause oh, because she was. She don't drive good after getting. The... Tr- and they they show her like stumbling, trying to get up yeah. into the truck and stuff like that. Like I guess that's that's what that was supposed to be. And he's oh, like, okay, you can take some sense. notos. She's like, no, that's not good for my spirit capillaries and my spirit brain. Yeah, because yeah. it closes them off. And I want to mm. ask Adrian because you said you didn't notice Linda, but maybe Adrian did. Um, when Nick Cage is having the conversation in his truck about the money or on the phone about the money, was that him talking to himself? Because it sounded like his voice on the phone as the person he's arguing with. Um, I, I didn't get that, but also there are large parts of this movie where I read it more than listened to it, to be fair. So it's okay. possible that it was because it, it, this, this clearly wasn't done on a super huge budget. Not that it's a super expensive concept. No, And I know Linda's going to jizz her chair when she gets to talk about this but the scene that i think we all had to pause on when nick cage was going over his <laughs> memories joe the character God. he's playing's memories uh... yes 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 we'll have uh i'll put a picture on our website on the listen page because yeah he's He's banging the teenage daughter that's possessed by his dead wife, and she tells him to talk dirty to her from their book of memories. Yeah, so he's he's reading from this 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 weird laminated book, uh, this pretentious French stuff, and at one point is like is like on my happiness. The way he says it, (laughs) I think it, I I think that's him giving a little bit of a nod to Last Tango in Paris. And, and Brando being yeah. like, that's your happiness, my dear, and my happiness. <clears throat> well, we also have to talk about how he talked about her nectar rolling from her peach down onto his golden cock. But it's more I was concerned with the yeah, author the of his book of memories. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I actually have it that was scene now. written oh, by... by by Nicolas Cage. Yes. Uh, yes. He I wrote really... his that's character's I... book of memories. Yes. Oh, my God. And they seem to be like fucking in a bouncy castle. <laughs> like, uh, I think it's supposed to be back to the house where they used to live, and they got the stupid ass oh. Christmas light things set up because they go there at the end, and the house really isn't even that burned down. And I'm like, no, this sucks. Your house should be more burned down. Well, it's like the back of the house was burnt down, but the front isn't. We're getting all over the place with this, but it's like, no, it wasn't. She a bounce did a really cancel. shitty job setting that place off. It fire. wasn't a bounce castle. It was the inside of his truck bed because the back end of the trucks, like once you get past the driver's seat is a huge bed compartment and i forgot about that i wasn't thinking about that yeah so cage and this woman are happy because hey i saved my daughter and you were there to help i guess but like morally before that and he's like i have this like, load that i gotta take in three days and then it's like three days later yeah, yeah. but like before that she's like um 
she's giving him all this fucking like exposition, exposition and yeah, yeah. like for no fucking reason. She doesn't know him. He just beat the shit out of some guy that she got to, to that she begged to, to choke her out. And he is a and, violent, full fledged alcoholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she doesn't seem to be like raspy or anything oh. that like she should be. And she's just like, oh, hey, yeah, I was just getting choked out because I'm trying to save my daughter. See, I can do this thing where I go to another world. <laughs> I could go to the in-between world. It happened one time when I drowned, you know? Yeah, I was in Bremen. Yeah. In Germany, that's where I'm from. <laughs> I, I again, showed this to three people who wanted to see this. And they, oh, loved no. they laughed so hard. But because uh... we're all avid gamers, they concluded that this movie is... What happens when you skip the cutscenes? Because there's so much dialogue, <laughs> yes. you could have had to explain it, but somebody's just like space barring the entire conversation to yeah. move on to the next bit. Because this woman never explains something to him to a point where it's like, oh, okay. And Nick Cage is just along for the ride the entire time. It's like, oh, thanks yeah. for being there saving my daughter. It's like, oh, hey, it's the least I could do. Yeah, and she, well, while she was getting choked, too, she had a vision of her in Cage fucking, and she yes. just decides to make that come true. Yeah. He's like, well, I got to get yeah. back on the road. She's like, no, have booze. He's like, I really shouldn't. I got to drive. She's like, have booze. And then she yeah. just started touching him. It's like, so, remember sex? She's like, like, I can't that remember looked how like to have really sex. good sex, so. <laughs> and then she's like, come on, sex, you know? And he's like, oh, you want to have sex, huh? Okay. <laughs> I thought she was going to roofie him because that cup was overflowing (laughs) with fucking booze. And I mean, speaking as a man who partakes in the porn, I enjoyed a good hardball (laughs) slap and fuck scene on a couch. And this movie (laughs) nailed it. Just like he nailed her like a single mom banging someone for baby formula. It's like the scene in Righteous Kill where they fuck the couch across the room. I was thinking more like Jackie (laughs) Brown when the woman's getting nailed in the kitchen suddenly for like four minutes. And then suddenly it's like, well, Where Tarantino recycled the line from Shampoo. It's like, yeah, want to (laughs) fuck? And then uh, Which is a line I used on a boyfriend once. He's screwing her again, and he's trying to get her to say the line from Reagan from uh, uh, The yeah, Exorcist. Yeah, like, yeah, like the Exorcist. Fuck me! Though, fuck me! Yeah. Fuck me! <laughs> and she like, won't do it. You got to keep your voice down. My daughter is fucking is sleeping in the next room, you know? She can't hear us having the sex. Don't worry. She won't have us, hear us having the sex, you know, Lee. This movie has amazing dirty talk. It's just yeah. like, oh, you're such a dirty tart, aren't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, God. I'm sorry, Donnie. I didn't mean to to get you uh, to off Aurelia when you're you're given the summary of the. When I'm talking about movie. porn or oh, the summary, <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, they have the sex, and it's pretty awesome. And it leads to the first what the fuck and hilarious moment for me, which is when the daughter is home. And she's feeling her boobs like, oh my god, I'm young again. And I have, like, boobs that aren't sagging. This is cool. And the mom brings in all the medication her daughter has to take. And Nick Cage, like, looks it over. And he gives her a hug and a smooch. Tell her, oh, it'll be okay. I'll be around. And he starts guzzling down the daughter's medication. Yeah, no, he, yeah he, he is. He's a full-blown alcoholic. Like, he'll, he he like any, any little bottle said, that's around, he'll drink it. Like, whatever. He, he actually yeah. said, hold daddy tight. Yeah, hold daddy tight. 
yeah. there are so many beautiful moments. Oh, gross. Even the mild setup she has where they get high, like stupid, let's make fun of how kids get when they're high, parents trying, like fucking Mr. Show, when the parents were trying to act <laughs> like teenagers. Like that's how they no were acting. No parents allowed. The death of me. Yeah, like, that's how they're no, acting no, when they're adults, trying to be high. And she's like, yo, oh, it's only a matter of time. It's like, my daughter's going to make the googly eyes at you. And she's going to try and move on you. And it's like, um, okay. She's a slut. My daughter's a slut, you know? Oh, no, you can't say that her daughter's a slut, even though her daughter started giving him a handy underneath a blanket on the couch. Yeah, that, While that they're watching a nature program. Yeah. And he's just sort of sitting there being like, well, this is happening now. That's what was what the, the fuck was thing. she making, though? It's like, see, you didn't she actually was... need a ghost for the story to make sense, by the way, because no. I've known some fairly white trash people who would, like, they just get well... a lady pregnant, you know? And then a little while later, they'd just get the lady's sister pregnant, and they'd both have them, and the kid, they'd have some kids who were see, brother that's, cousins. that's the thing that Where got me about now? this. It's, well, go ahead, Linda. No, I, I was saying, go ahead. Uh, I was asking um, what you were saying. The, the thing that got me about this is it's trying to be clever because they never mention that the daughter could be possessed by somebody else at first. And it's just the daughter is acting kind of funky, a little out of it. And for some reason, she just has a full clit on for Nicolas Cage's character. <laughs> and you don't know if it's just because she's a rowdy, rebellious daughter or what. But if this was a clever movie, it would have worked out. But it wasn't at all. It's mm-hmm. once you learn that he has a dead ex-wife and the girl immediately in the hospital is saying shit like, don't leave me. I don't yep. like it when you leave me. You always leave me. And it's she like, knows his name. Yeah, you're blatantly throwing out there right out the gate the big spoiler twist here for your story yeah. that she's possessed. Well, and they he did that in the, like he showed the picture of his dead wife and daughter yeah. during the clunky ass exposition in the beginning and it's yeah. like yeah you like them oops they're dead yeah that's awful i mean i'm sorry for you but you're awful though again he has beautiful lines they all do in this movie that are just like watching the room it's just like how are these people <laughs> delivering Very... this with any kind of conviction and like The Room, this movie has aspirations that are way beyond anybody's oh, talent. Oh, God, yeah. Because yes. Maria Polera uh, said she, quote, wrote a straightforward thriller, but then she thought, no, I will make it more cerebral and clever, like onto the David Lynch. And she actually says David Lynch. It's like, bitch, you have not seen a David Lynch movie if this is what you no, think his no, movies are. No. And like, it, that's funny because I was saying, like, uh, in, in my notes, I have, what's the deal with the shitty Twin Peaks music ripoff? As it turns yeah. out, Angelo Badalamente actually did the fucking theme well, song. Yeah, he only did, he did a theme, which could be as little as, like, a minute. But, like, somebody else did the mm-hmm. score. So, like, she imported him just enough. She's like, I'm going to rub David Lynch juice all over myself. <laughs> I'm David Lynch now. Me, me, Maria Polera. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> Give me the power, I beg of you. <laughs> but I, Her other movie, by the oh. way, is a Rosanna Arquette movie called Falsely Accused, which is oh, free yeah. on Prime, but it's not worth oh, it. Yeah. They should pay you to watch it. Rosanna, Rosanna. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, <laughs> it's like you saying that and it just like that is exactly how she put it that is exactly how it was when um 
not Tommy White, yeah, Tommy Wiseau, when he wrote The Room, was that Greg Sestero said that he took him to see a movie that he saw with his uh, brother and family called The Talented Mr. Ripley, and it was because his brother's <laughs> like, dude, this is you and that fucking weirdo you live with. And when Tommy <laughs> went with him to see it, he's like, okay, he's reacting really strongly. Maybe he realizes that he is this creepy character and it'll help him. But no, instead, Tommy sees it and says, I am going to write the world's greatest movie. And that's what inspired him to write The Room. <laughs> it's the exact is. same type of fucking thing where this woman just had an epiphany. <laughs> and it's like, fuck talent. Anyone can do this thing. And what came uh, out was just a half lump of shit that gets stuck halfway out well, your ass. And you just keep wiping. But there's no reason to keep wiping. It's just going to keep coming back shit. If she had been a cynical hack about it, like one of those Italian mockbuster filmmakers, she oh, would have yeah. studied the things she watched and she would have just coldly reproduced things in it. But instead, she seemed to think she was some kind of original at the same time. And so we get she this. She was an auteur. What she yeah. like, it's like a really lazy Lionsgate horror movie or even like a Lifetime yeah. thing. Like yeah. It's just like, it's such a, a just like a, a fucking half-baked so, ghost story. Well, and Linda, you were asking what uh, she was making for dinner. She had like yeah, what the big fuck? Was that lumps rabbit of or? meat. She's got a roast suckling pig that's skinned, and she's like, do you want okra? No, I hate okra, Mom. You never hated okra? Are you a different person who's possessed? God, Mom, I'm trying to give a hand job over here. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, listeners, um, don't watch it. Don't don't fucking bother. I mean, it's free on Netflix, but just just do yourself a favor once again we're promoting uh self-care <laughs> unless you really wanted to see nicholas cage light himself on fire the leader of the pack yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh so yeah okay well you're giving it away adrian um they, <laughs> <laughs> so they have um okay so the <laughs> franco potente's character uh has uh nicholas cage oh f- fuck okay i should say um, her daughter goes back into a coma almost immediately once they get there. And so then uh, she has him choke her out so she can save her daughter, bring her back. And um, I have it in my notes, by the way, that about 13 minutes in and it feels like Nicolas Cage is being punked. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's not a movie they just they're just punking oh. him like, <clears throat> like you need to truck me out so i can what like, the hell are you doing i saved you hello <laughs> i'm hoping you save your daughter me. it's funny you but went then, there because i was thinking this was like tim allen's character doing the william shatner bit in the galaxy quest Whereas like you get an A-list actor who's doing just whatever for money, so he goes to this person's basement to film a, a movie for them. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, please. Exactly. If only, then they could have made Cellar Dweller. Um, but then, okay, so uh, she comes back, but... Oh no, it's so totally not actually Nicolas Cage's do- yeah. uh wife, dead wife that got in there. And now um for no reason whatsoever no, uh <laughs> Julie the mom, she uh she insists that he stays with them and, and he, he goes stays for it cuz he for- lost his truck. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the first time. You're talking about the first time when she's all horny for him. Yeah. When she gets him yeah. drunk. Yeah. Later he yeah, later he comes time. back because he lost his truck. 
I mean, like, okay, I could get it the first time because it's like, yeah, that did look like some pretty banging sex, but <laughs> pretty banging banging. But like, at the same time, it's like, dude, you have a fucking load to get. <laughs> like, oh, you have to do your that. job. He dropped that load off. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a long way to go and a short time to get there. (laughs) We're gonna see. We're gonna do what no one said could be done. Whites and wine, you know. Um, Yeah. So he was. Yes. And um, I, I, I do have to say, I am fucking here for his weird ass sex sounds, though. Yeah. He's getting high. What was it? His fucking nut hammock that he was wearing when he's supposed <laughs> yes! to be banging Put your pants wife. on. You're gross. That was Ew. fucking also, crazy. Well, well, that seemed harsh. <laughs> I don't know. He said, well, I don't know why you'd say that. And I've got a, I've got a screenshot. I have so many screenshots from that, you guys. <laughs> see, that's why I'm saying. Oh, this yeah, no, I got so like too. A collection of let's just wing it and see what happens moments. Which leads to what everyone I showed this to loved, which was his helping the daughter out fixing her motorcycle, which mm-hmm. leads to an impromptu <laughs> pose <laughs> fight. Yeah. And he starts doing which these is one of my favorite gifts, stripper by the way. poses. And she's like hosing him yeah. down. They shouldn't have cut during that. They should have just had the whole fucking thing. Like like she said she wanted to be David Lynch, then there should have just been a long fucking take yes. of them just going for that for like maybe like three whole minutes. But instead we get the mom watching like are they fucking? And she keeps waking up, so it's like, is she dreaming this or not? Does is she actually psychic, or was she just horny that time? And then, yeah. if she really wanted to go for Lynch, she should have had like, uh, uh, she should have had the nurse be a midget as well, and uh, oh, she's yeah. a short person, and like she show up in the, her dreams and be like. Oh, it's not as it seems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, except you know, you get you get Peter Dinklage instead of that racist guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. <sighs> Are you ready on but, set, uh, Mister Dinklage? I did. Or Game or, of uh, <laughs> or, yeah. or Gary Oldman. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or for that matter, uh, John Leguizamo. <laughs> so can we get to the oh. house burning scene because oh wait so like we have to explain to the the oh. audience so yeah okay oh. um then i don't know why but the daughter takes her sweet fucking time saying like oh by the way i really want to bang you because i'm your wife and uh i can prove it to you well yeah she and has really sexy poses for him, him and she has yeah. to show off her ass to him and then she has to be on the bed and, and she's walking around the house without a bra and it's like it's like look at this contrast you can see these nips huh check this out viewer well and, see and this yeah, is like that this is again really weird because it's like this would have made sense if you didn't show her giving him a handy under the fucking blanket on the couch and then yeah. it's like, how do you, how do you go from? Well, I guess you gave me a handy, and your hand smells funny now. But why are you flirting <laughs> with me? <laughs> just, that makes no sense. But well, yeah, when then... when uh, when Lola finds out uh, that that her daughter is a devil child now, um, she's like, I just need to get choked out again. Seat. I can fix everything. Yeah, but that's not going to happen because Mama's nope. going down. Because. <laughs> I forgot what she hit her with. Yeah, she hit her with a front. Oh, oh, that's right. It was the bike. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 
And then um, she, uh, they, for, I don't, I still don't fucking understand it. Yeah. She talked him into going over to her guy friend's house. Yeah. To the daughter's and, bo- drug dealer boyfriend's, pot yeah. dealer boyfriend's house with her stoner friend. And they're like, yeah, we're going to need some money. Oh, I know. I'll hit him with a baseball bat. Oh, no. We struggled for a gun and I shot the, the, the J character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and after he shoots him, he's like, hey, 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 man. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. And, and it's like, oh, are you okay, uh, baby? It's sexy. The people are dead. I'm your evil wife, but you don't know I'm evil yet. <laughs> Even though I clearly oh, am. Oh, God. Yes. That still puzzles so, me so much about the end with that. Oh, you, you, you yeah. want to talk about okay, the twist? Yes. Okay, but. Okay, yeah, yeah. Tell them about the okay. The, so, so, so not like so the end. Fran- end. Franca and boyfriend but... get together, and it explains like, no, no, there's a ghost of my daughter. That's why she's acting this way. And they go, they go to the house, and that's and and he's holding the gun on Cage, and that's and that's when possessed daughter Cage wife reveals like, oh yeah, well, uh, uh, there wasn't an accidental fire that we died in. Uh, I killed our daughter, and I set the fire. And I was just hoping you'd find this because I'm really clingy and have borderline personality disorder. And you're always on the road <laughs> driving those stupid old trucks. And if you can't be with me, you can't be with anybody. That's all. Now, there's two problems with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then this is more a problem with the person who made this film and let it happen. Well, I have many problems with her. Yes. Well, yeah, but it's like, so Cajun, the possessed daughter go to their burned up house, which like you said, the front end is totally fine, but the back end oh, of the yeah. house is fucked. You think and in Alabama, they could have found a more fucked up house. So while they're yeah. lounging there, there's like a made weird, one. almost dreamlike moment and there's like a two second scene where Nicolas Cage has a gun pointed to him and then it just clicks away. And then you see the mom and the f- guy friend pull up in their car. And then mm-hmm. a minute or so later, Nicolas Cage has a gun to his head. And like, what was that a scene that was supposed to have been edited at that point And instead you just left it there? Or is this you trying to be artsy fartsy all of a sudden when the rest of the movie didn't have shit like that happening? And when the guy pulls the gun on Nick Cage, the possessed daughter stands up as Nick Cage's wife and says, nobody is shooting this dumb bastard but me. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, why? It's like, oh, because I can't live without you because I need to be watched constantly. (laughs) And I killed our daughter, so I came back to kill you. And... That's like you, know, oh, you see the ghost of the daughter okay. too, and she's like like three or four years old, like maybe yeah, five, and it's like you think fun. like if you'd had a child and lived together for that long, you'd think you'd have noticed that your wife was a cling monster. Yeah, um, but he was a drunk and he was constantly gone. So I, I guess, guess so. Not. It's just well, it and no uh, going back to that the sex scene where uh he's reading from memories by nicholas cage i actually said out loud are you fucking kidding me <laughs> like, i'm sure they were they were probably ex- expecting people to go oh oh check it's it actually out. journalist oh. nicholas gage actually it's a title <laughs> yeah. i just i still don't get but, why the joke though to do that i mean it's because I mean, Maria Polera is an idiot. 
Yeah, well, she's that's yeah. basically it because she <laughs> thought that people would go, oh, check it out. I think but, so, like, but it just struck me as like what Mel Gibson did when he made the uh, original teaser trailer for Apocalypto. The one and where he's in pause it. it. Yeah. yeah, if you pause yeah. it at the right with moment, there's a picture beard. of him with his freaky beard, grinning wide eyed like he's just done a key of coke. With his arm resting on the shoulder of one of the tribe's people. Yeah. He's like one of your pets when they're not well, where they take a shit while they're staring yeah. at you. That was that was Mel Gibson taking a yeah. three-hour shit and staring right in our faces while he it's did it. It's just funny. It's, like it's a very My cat actually did that. trailer. So like, why did you put yourself in there? I mean... Because it's, like it's supposed Club. to register on your subconscious, man. I guess so, but it's like Fight Club eye, interjecting man. the signs of dicks into kid films for like one split second scene. It's just like, okay, I guess. It's sure. art. It's like Trucker's Woman with that frame of a pizza. Which, was which is another thing altogether. Oh, Nick Cage no, has played pizza. a trucker in the past, so why suddenly is he just completely dumbed down to shit stain? Yeah, and he's playing a character named Joe again in the South, and maybe think yeah. like, man, I wish I was watching Joe and not this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and um, go ahead. Can we? I get, I get, talk I get about... some cold hard facts though. Um, uh, oh, can we yeah. talk about the weird ass fucking ending? Ending? If can somebody oh, fucking where, explain yeah, where it, it to goes me? Back to Joe as a young man when when his yes. evil trucker dad's like well, hitting his mom and being abusive. That, he and then he shoots a, him with a shotgun. Yeah, before that he does a Ghost Rider impression where he just sets the house on oh, fire. Yeah, but yeah, he has a, he covers himself with gas, takes a cigarette, and then and then lights the lighter, and his arms catch on fire. And then, he, but he still puts it to the cigarette, you know, so he could smoke on his way out. Yeah. He's holding the musical box, like I want to be with my daughter now. The leader of the pack battle. Actually, it's funny because I was thinking, like, finally, this kind of makes up for the whole fucking movie. Just this part it's right here. But then they fucked like it up again. CGI on fire. Yeah, but then, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty that, bad. It skips into what Adrian said. Him as a kid and his mom getting beat and him putting a shotgun to his dad and his dad going, do it, boy. And, and he does it's it. like bang it's like okay again why yeah. the fuck show this that had no relevance yeah exactly thought it was a brilliant dramatic conclusion although know, uh, odd coincidence this week on the radio station at work i heard uh, no son of mine by genesis which i've never heard played on the radio before and it kind of huh. ties in strange times it is strange times sorry but yeah mm. i just i don't get that because it would have made sense if he had a moment where he's like i'm not gonna be a pushover like my wife says i yeah. am because i did a murder before when i was young it's just I him no sobbing <laughs> because he lost his shit over the fact that he's drunk as fuck and his wife's ghost told him she killed their kid. So he just starts sobbing and laughing and playing with toys throughout the house before he sets himself on fire. And jack in the box. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like it, it, it's funny because like, I, I thought like finally this fucking makes up for all the shit before, but then she just fucked it up again. No, you can't, you can't, you can't make up for this. Not if, not if your movies are meandering sex filled shit romp for, yeah. for 80 minutes, but, um, so what facts um, did you have? Okay, well, I, I got the usual ones first off. So December 21st, 2018 is when this got shit on us. Uh, as usual, there's no reported budget. Uh, mm. Worldwide, this brought in a whopping $146,000. Jesus. <laughs> and it went Whoa. to theaters in three countries. 
Bolivia, uh-huh. Colombia, and of course the United Arab Emirates. <laughs> Uh, they didn't like it so well in the United Arab Emirates. It opened at number 32 there. They were like, okay, enough of this cage wow, shit. Wow. God, you know, they're, they're, yeah, they were getting sick of it by then. But uh, it did actually did its best business in Colombia, um, where it opened at fucking number seven. Jesus. Behind Spider-Man oh Far From Home, Toy Story 4. Whoa. Uh, Annabelle Come Home, it comes home, and uh, that fucking Child's Play remake. Good God. Wow. Yeah. Uh, four was horrible, but not as horrible as this. Apparently, um, yeah. Uh, oh, Franca I gotta say, along the way, got work in those Born movies, but you know, yeah. she's better than those, I think. And she did another she German movie from the director of Lola Run, Lola Run, called The Princess and the Warrior, which I thought was pretty good because it wasn't a movie in Fast Forward; it was trying to be a real movie. And apparently, mm-hmm. she was in Blow someplace. Um. <laughs> The the daughter uh, there, uh, Penelope Mitchell, uh, apparently she was on Vampire Diaries in Hemlock Grove, and she was in the 2019 oh. Hellboy, but I did not see that. I've just seen clips. Hmm. Um, and since this is a movie filmed in Alabama, it actually shares an executive producer with one of Cage's other Alabama movies. Um, Jim Agnew also produced Rage, which you may recall was one of his very worst movies. <laughs> And he's just uh, keeps striking out, doesn't he? <laughs> well, he's, he keeps striking out, especially when he shoots fucking movies in Alabama, like Rage, USS Indianapolis, Men of Courage. Oh, like, well, like they, I forgot. They, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, they've all been kind of shit from there. Woof. Yeah. Well, um, it, it's kind of off topic, but I mean, what's okay. new? Um, mm-hmm. But I, we've been watching uh, the latest season of Fargo, and there are oh, so yeah, hey. like the 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 series, and it's so fucking amazing how many ties in they have with uh, uh with uh, uh raising Arizona. Nice, it's kind of beautiful. Yeah, in fact, it has um um. Oh my god, why am I like totally blanking on his name right now? Probably because I'm tired. But uh, one of Nicolas Cage's cousins in it. And oh. um, they even have the line. Oh, yeah, it's Talia, Talia Shire's kid. What's his name from? Um, um, oh, is that Jason Schwartzman? Yes, Jason Schwartzman from from, uh, from Rushmore. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, so you already have that tie there because he's Nicholas Cage's cousin. And but uh, also they have like a bunch of lines like they've they've said something about the salad days. And oh. um, there was the line, "Girl, you got a panty on your head." Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yes, excellent. Uh, I just had to, I had to shout that out because nice. it's it's a great fucking series, and this season's uh, fucking amazing as well. Uh, amazing cast, and I just love seeing all the the uh, racing Arizona references. It's pretty amazing. It's awesome. I do love the Cohen brothers. True. Um, you notice something else fucked up about this movie, though, right at the very beginning, is that we got Cage, I think we all agree, kind of slumming in this movie, even though he does a lot of slumming. Yeah. But you yeah. notice that he doesn't even get his name above the title? Yeah. yeah it shows the title first, like a TV movie. 
And it isn't even like a cool stylized title. It's not like emerging out of stars or some shit, you know, or like tilting up 3D or smashing through glass like in Friday the 13th. No, it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, no, I just kind of threw this together really quick in MS Paint. Uh, It's called uh, Between Worlds. Yeah, that's a good title. (laughs) (laughs) MS Paint. I like it. I just feel like this was made. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe this is like the end of the Nick Cage. I just don't care anymore acting in his movies. One would hope. Because he just didn't seem to really care when he was doing this and it's like even the again the scene where they're pretending to be high and he's just laughing hysterically <laughs> for any <laughs> reason and she's like my daughter's asleep <laughs> and then and then the daughter just stares there like wide eye just like oh, that's what sex looks like huh yeah this is what sex looks like peg sue oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's funny because that's going to come back up. But um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, she's like, be quiet. You know, don't wake up my daughter. And he's I like, I'm being quiet. I wrote his cage trolling his own movie. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Like, we're not going to wake her up. What are you so worried about? <laughs> it's not like sex makes noise or nothing. <laughs> Yell out, it's... fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, like the little girl in Exorcist. <laughs> it's just, it's like I was telling uh, Adrian earlier because he said he hadn't seen the second Basket Case movie. It's the first one, it has some heart to it. It's a simple story that doesn't oh, yeah. really go too off the wall bonkers. It's but beautiful. then when you get to the yeah. sequel, it's still done by Frank Hedenlauter, but yeah. it's yeah. just, he embraces the silliness of it so much more than he does the seriousness of it. And it works beautifully. It's like he realized what was the best part of the first one and ran with it. And this movie, it feels kind of the same way where it's like you, when you hear what she wanted to make and what she planned, and then you see what it is she did. It's like, her heart was there. She just didn't have the talent with it. Well, there's, there's like, once her, again, her initial statement uh, though, there's two parts of it too, because the David Lynch thing was the afterthought, but she said before it was a straightforward thriller. It's like more mm-hmm. or another, this is a story involving ghosts. I don't know. I don't know where you call that a straightforward thriller. It's still super. I mean, well, that's yeah. the same thing as like Tommy Wiseau. When he said that this movie, his movie at least was a bleak romance drama and then when it came out and everyone laughed at it, he's like, well, of course, yeah. it was a dark comedy. What did you think it was? It's like, no, <sighs> yeah. you actually didn't believe that. It's just like Ryan's Babe, where, where they, where they backpedaled yes. later. Yeah. Yes. Well, and once again, we have uh, a case of, like, having a good, interesting story and just... It could have been. It, yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm like, the, like, the basis for the story, that sounds like you know something interesting but then yeah you gotta scrape it down to the premise more or less because like 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 the second Mm. the second she goes with cage in the truck they're off the rails they're already fucking it up yeah because when you read the description you're like oh my god she sees fucking psychic visions when she gets choked this sounds fucked up and awesome and some critics are like well it's like somebody was trying to do mandy over again i'm like oh my god awesome when a movie yeah. like What Lies Beneath does a ghost story, I was than thinking this? that too. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. I mean, that's. I was thinking, lot. I'm your. Uh, what Lies Beneath. Like, who? Your wife. Which is just a stupid <laughs> knockoff of, of Diabolique. Yes. Oh, God. Mm. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the 50s Diabolique. I'm not yeah. talking about the Sharon Stone yeah. one. That we don't need to talk about that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> Didn't happen. Ever. 
But it's like, <laughs> but yeah, no, like if you if you scrape back enough layers of suck and you bleed off enough scabs of this fucking thing, there's actually, yeah. you know, it's like you get you get down to good nuggets like those. But ooh. boy, do you have to scrape. Oh, my God. Speaking yeah. of scraping, uh, is it time for your segment, Linda? Oh, I do believe it is. <laughs> I want his clothes off. On. Close off. Oh, but Linda, <laughs> Linda, there's nothing for your segment because we're picking and choosing when clothes yeah, are off. There's no male nudity. Whatever. I didn't see a rager like like ejaculating spermatozoas right in my face, so I guess there are no clothes off. <laughs> I just have one thing to say, and that's that um, it's you to don't burn lo- up and fade away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you troll baby today. <laughs> um, okay, I, I'm not. I'm not going to pick on you, Adrian. Um, oh, for, I'm so slow. first, you see Franca Potente's boobies without the nips, and a super long scene with the daughter in chonies and her nips pointing out of her shirt. You Even when she's dressed, they're still pretty much showing chonies. the whole daughter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like they 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 get her in a see through thing. And you see, like, yeah, her, it, it must be cold in there. <laughs> <laughs> it must be freezing in Alabama, despite what I've heard. And you, you, yeah, like Dottie was saying, there is a total camel toe shot. Yeah, it's a vent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see the daughter's uh, ass and boobs. And also, um, in an amazing part, you get to see Cage's dangly bits in, in chonies. So, <laughs> yeah. and it's gross. yeah, and it's they, gross. they focus on it. Like, did, have they you, really did you do. see that scene? Like, yeah, it's like, they, they don't bother getting anybody's faces in that shot. It's just his crotch and his, uh, banana hammock. <laughs> it's pretty amazing guys. Um, I, and yeah, we'll have pics of the banana, like plenty of stills of the banana hammock on, uh, on our, uh, site, cageskiz.com forward slash listen. Um, if that's the end of your segment, uh-huh. the, it, uh, when it showed his like cabbage patch right up front and on the camera, it reminded me, I don't know the name of the comedy, but it was, well, it wasn't really a comedy as I recall. But this guy's having sex with a girl, and he's wearing a glow-in-the-dark condom, so you're kind of seeing it vanish and appear, vanish and appear. <laughs> but then you see another guy come in the room that was supposed to be with her originally, also wearing a glow-in-the-dark condom. It's a different colored glow-in-the-dark condom? Yes. And it's a green <laughs> and red, and the guys start fighting each other in the dark, so it looks like you have a lightsaber, lightsaber fight between fight. the guys going on. It's, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. You are the chosen the one! <laughs> I have the high ground! <laughs> oh, excellent. Oh, dear God. So, uh, speaking of uh, other um, other Dick movies, Sloppins? I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Dick Slappins. Donnie, do you have anything? Oh, do I ever. Donnie's review. Uh, on my reviews, <laughs> we will start with Adrian. this dissertation. Oh, I Jesus. Don't... And this is as they wrote it, because a lot of these reviews, English was a good idea at the time when they were young. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I don't watch movies only when there is a big name involved. But because knew nothing about the movie beforehand, took a chance <laughs> because of Cage. And I liked Frank Potante. The acting yeah, is so great. thin, with no effort, to be sincere or do much more than young children do when they make believe. There weren't even trying. And there were sex scenes <laughs> so laughably porn-like with the over-the-top moans, exaggerated body movements, <laughs> and lines like, oh, you're a little tart, aren't you? That it was almost <laughs> insulting they thought anyone would be invested in the characters. I was Likewise, so I went right back to Hungary. Yes. <laughs> Likewise, the weak attempts at the daughter being threatening and the nurse and mom having some secret mystical knowledge about spirits moving around felt again like it was written by little kids. Everything about the movie was done with minimal effort and minimal style and didn't explore the theme to any extent that would be interesting or would draw the viewer in. Nick said his lines and made some tiny effort to make surprised or upset faces. And the director <laughs> yelled, cut. Here, uh, you... Oh. <laughs> hey, you said the words from the page. That's good enough. No need to be serious about it. Good I job. Di <laughs> I didn't realize from the trailer how bad the whole thing would be. And if you watch the trailer, you'll see the only few seconds worth seeing. The rest is just garbage, wishing it would be some kind of campy, we love how bad this is kind of flick. But it fails. Nothing to see here except Cage reaching an all-time low and a director who would return any money he was paid for his work. I saw many great films in 2018. This was by far the worst. So is the trailer just the garden hose scene? I hope so. I mean, that's really the best scene to get out of this. Whole it is my favorite movie. GIF. Well, but this makes me wonder: how the fuck did she get uh, the money for this? I mean, do you think that she has money? Like, maybe she, her family has money. Yeah, she because might know she's people a... already. It might be, you know, maybe, like, like, yeah. like, like, you know, some producer's cousin or something. Yeah. Well, because before this, all she had was falsely accused. Yeah, and she's got and another one coming she's always, up. And she's always the producer, director, and writer. So, well, that's what we I'm mentioned thinking. Tommy she's... Wiseau quite a bit. It could be yeah. that she uh, shipped leather coats to Taiwan for ten years to raise money <laughs> to make these. That is very true. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to give my favorite review to Adrian to read because. He oh. does the better voice of America, and <laughs> I feel that we kind of need that, that. Adrian. All right, send it, <laughs> send it my way here in the thing. But um, let's see. While I get that set up, I will share also with you uh, the shortest review, which I enjoyed because, again, it sounds like something I would say. Which is one of the worst movies I have seen. So bad, I destroyed it the same day I watched it. I cannot <laughs> believe a movie studio would waste money making this crap. Studio? Saban Films, really big outfit, just like Warner Brothers. And Adrian, if you could tay that entire review in your best American trucker accent, it will be <laughs> Redneck characters can't hold my attention for a very long time, <laughs> even when a movie is good, but this one simply was not 
good. But I think that Nick Cage did a redneck before. It was better, albeit without the greasy hair thing. One, this is one movie that truly could not be skimmed through quickly enough. Even the softcore porn couldn't save this torturous tale with its terrible cinematography, hacked editing, and sure, they can't tell themselves that any art means any reaction here. No, sir. Nope. That those who don't get it don't understand or something like that. Why it bugs me is that we all had to work hard all day just to get a little time to relax and take in a movie when this with this wasted the moment I trusted Nicolas Cage not to waste my time. They did actually make the last half hour in slow motion. Can you answer me that? It seemed like days and I was fast forwarded. I begged the person who laid out the cash isn't feeling very artsy anymore. No, sir. No. Nope. Now it seems China makes better movies too. What is the world coming to? They don't even have cars over there. This review was written by a real American hero. That's right, sir. Stand up next to you. Jesus. It was no roadhouse. I'll tell you that much. Seriously, some wonderful paragraphs and even four paragraph dissertations on this movie's horribleness. People are writing whole books on how bad this movie is. Yeah. Actually, we should do that. We should just make a whole entire book of nothing but these bad reviews. <laughs> and then, and then, and then we can uh, we can print it up on blue construction paper and uh, and get it uh, and get it uh, fucking uh, fucking laminated there, and we can read it during sex. <laughs> yes, yes. By and Nicholas then we'll put it on Cage. Poster board papers, <laughs> like they did in like elementary school to make your projects, and then we'll just put that in front of movie theaters for people. <laughs> I've actually done that with some stories I found on DeviantArt. Some of them were like I have Argon quality. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Yeah. People are too hard so, on the I have Argon though. Y'all feel like we're ready for Adrian's segment? <gasps> oh shit. <laughs> it's time for Sequel! Sequel! Return! Return! Return. More! More! Woo! Harder! Hammer! (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me, Jesus! Fuck me, Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll bet Donnie wrote a sequel. Oh, did I ever? (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, So, as Billy, we have Judy Pace. And Mary, we have Pam Greer. Julie is played by the fabulous Lady Reed, and Joe is the wonderful Rudy Ray Moore. And this movie is titled Kickin' Ass the Wrong Side of Heaven. (laughs) When local club owner Joe hires new dancers, things in the club start going south, deep south. Julie, the woman in charge of his new dancing girls, informs him that Billy is a spiritual conduit that can't be turned off. She's being possessed by several past, long-gone, and angry former lovers of Joe. It's time to bust these ghosts. No spirits will be staying when Joe comes slaying. Forget about an exorcist, he's expelling ghosts with both fists. 
Any spirits that may rise will be in store for one hell of a surprise. The spirit may arrive on Monday, but he'll beat them on a Tuesday, bury them on Wednesday, hold service on a Thursday, and rest on a Friday. Win it all. Fantastic. For that title, you need to make a meatloaf album that goes with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'll be Meatloaf riding a big boot. I'm beaten, beaten on the dancer faster, faster than any boy's ever done. <laughs> Between worlds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what you got, Adrian? Choke out. Between two worlds with the number two. Choke. <laughs> Billy has <laughs> has been drained, detained, detained by the authorities who have a few questions about murder and a crispy Joe. Interviewed by a top psychiatrist, she reveals the events of Between Worlds, especially those scenes that she was not in or logically could not recall. Meanwhile, a strangler is closing in and the bodies keep <laughs> piling up. And the strangler is the ability to shift bodies at will. Forty-five percent new footage. <laughs> wow, forty percent. Oh my red God, car. That's really important. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to like this movie. <laughs> Jesus, I actually I thought you were going a... Star Wolf there. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, a sequel that's not as well thought out as your guys's, but what's oh just like the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, uh, of course, uh, Franca Potente comes back to life at the end, but now she's got Joe's spirit. <laughs> and he goes around, uh, Trish trying to live his best life and getting choked out by uh, big ash truckers, like <laughs> um, and he eventually dies in an auto asphyxiation, <laughs> erotic asphyxiation. But he can't stop himself because now that he's in her body, getting choked out makes him wet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm discovering all types of things. <laughs> but he goes the, to the uh between worlds. <laughs> and uh from there he becomes the quantum leaper. <laughs> Dr. Sam Beckett. <laughs> oh, we had the Dr. Samuel Beckett on our last episode, as I recall. All we know for it's a sure theme now. is that God is in his yes. holy, holy temple. Holy temple. <laughs> uh, y'all ready to face this off? Oh, yep. Donwald? Um, so, Joe is Michael Moriarty. Ooh. Julie is Whoa. Sharon Stone. Ooh. Billy, right. Alicia Silverstone. Ooh. And Mary, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Look at that cast. I know. That cast Moriarty is just like Dynamite it. Boy. <laughs> Adrian. All right. So I got a different focus here in which Joe calls the police after beating up the restroom guy, but then winds up going to jail because the lady's like, well, he beat him up for no reason. He's like, the fuck? <laughs> 
So he gets when he gets out of jail, he begins to stalk the the the, the Patente character and Ooh. witnesses other times she's getting intentionally strangled. He's like, well, that's fucked. And he tracks her to the <laughs> hospital where her daughter's in the coma. And when the daughter wakes up, the daughter begins to stalk Joe. Right. So shit's shit's like a fucking mystery, yo. Wow. <laughs> so this version would be written and directed by Ingmar Bergman, uh, with cin- cinematography by Vittorio Storaro. Harry Dean right. Stanton would be Joe. My God. Uh, Fuck yeah, he would. Susan Sarandon would be Julie. Jessica Harper would be Billy. <laughs> Ruth Gordon as the nurse lady. Clint Howard as oh. the stoner guy. Oh, God. Damn. And a young Mickey Rourke as the drug dealer boyfriend. That works. <laughs> so I'm thinking around 78. Excellent. For this version. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for mine, I have a uh, director and writer uh, is Cronenberg. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to make it interesting. Joe is played by Charlie Sheen. Oh. Uh, Julie is Kathleen Turner. Ooh. And uh, Billy is played by Jack Black. <laughs> wow. I think maybe she's beginning to suspect something. Your wife. <laughs> Read from your book of memories. <laughs> It's the greatest memory of the world. Oh, tribute. <laughs> no, yeah, it's just a tribute. Don't forget that we're kicking ass on the wrong side of heaven. That's right. <laughs> I'll bet you say that to all the boys. <laughs> <laughs> First, me for listening to Meatloaf Bad Hell every night when I was a teenager. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. By you uh, listening to Meatloaf all the time, I got Meatloaf by osmosis. Did I tell you about the time? It was. It was my boyfriend Timmy's birthday, and our roommate Corey and I decided we'd try to take him out and give him a good birthday. So we all went to Jake's for karaoke, and I took Timmy up on stage with me to to do Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Oh, my God. He hadn't really heard the song before, and I was really drunk, so we really fucked it up. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you should have just brought me. (laughs) Then we went back home and uh, Timmy was like, you ruined my birthday. How could you do that? I didn't like that at all. Like, (sighs) well, we tried. Jeez. Nantucket bucket. It's not like I ruined your birthday or something. At least Back nobody got up. raped. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My sweet indigo child. <laughs> Those were interesting years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that wasn't a weird uh, racist comment that <laughs> he thought he was a, an indigo child. You know, he did. <laughs> he thought he was. He thought he was magic child. But now I think you know. Were y'all able to come up with any KG wisdom? Yeah, I I got one. Mind your own fucking business, right. and you won't have to light yourself on fire later. Yeah, <laughs> if you see a woman being choked out in the bathroom, just leave her be. Dude, That's- just drop her off at home. And she could take the truck to the, the, the hospital, and there you go, man. Like, or, or drop her off at the hospital, and it's all's good. Just Frankly, keep, just 
drop off your haul. From my real life experience, somebody comes up to me in a parking lot and says, drive me someplace. I'm like, I don't have a car. And then I probably get in my car and drive away from them. (laughs) (laughs) That actually happened to me at college. And it was this weird chick that was hauling around a bucket of dirt. Oh, fuck. Okay. Automatically. Yeah, no. Yes. And so I was like, oh, well, and I was in a parking lot. So it's like, you know, you can't say, uh, no, I don't have a car. But I said, you can say that you're well, just picking um, up, you know, Johns or some shit. You know, I don't know. I might have said yeah. that. <laughs> I'm picking up corner. used condoms for my collection. <laughs> but um, she, she, I, I kept trying all these things like, well, I, I'm going uh, pretty far out uh, and you know, and she's like, "Well, that's okay, because I'm I'm right on the way out." Yeah, some people like, have no shame, dude. They 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 got, they got those, yes, yeah. And it was nighttime too to make everything worse. And so I was like, "Uh, well, you know, I've got to." And and you know, this is true. You you fucking know it. Um, I said, "Well, I've got a really beat up old car that could break down any moment." Oh, and, you did uh, that. Yeah, and yeah, and I have mold in the car, so you know, it, it's always uh, making my sinuses act up and my allergies. The rust it's was not good. It There's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I said there, there's spiders, there's mold. You don't want to write it. She's like, oh, it's in there. Sir. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, it's okay. And I was like, son of a fucking bitch. And um, so and I was then like, you're like, you right, okay well, with walking, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I was like, fuck it. Okay, it's it's a chick. So like, you know, I. I mean, you know, statistics say that I'm okay, unless she's leading me on to somebody who's going to kill me. Um, But but I like she has me drive out like almost literally to the middle of fucking nowhere. It's on the way out. No, and that's when you see all the other old cars that look just like yours. It's a dirt road, middle of nowhere. There's nothing around. There are no lights. And I was thinking, I remember thinking distinctly like, so this is how I'm going to die. Huh. <laughs> you know, I had a time like that, but I actually didn't have a car. I had somebody who was going to pick me up, and the person could tell I was waiting for a ride. I'm like, no, I'm loitering. I'm not. I'm not waiting for a ride. It's like, no, no. Mm-hmm. I just, I just need you to like uh, take me over. Uh, I just have a house like just the other side of the freeway. It's over on that lake. <gasps> you know, it's not that far. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not. Wait- I'm not waiting for a ride, dude. It's cool. They're not of seats. <laughs> You know, when does and the wait guy for the part where the girl with the bucket asked Linda if she would offer her throat to the wolf with the red roses? <laughs> yeah. Well, she was also like saying some weird shit. Like, I, I think I had some uh, Oingo Boingo or Tori Amos in uh, like playing, and um, she was just like That's at like one the mantra random I have to my master. point. <laughs> like at one random moment, she just started laughing at like at nothing. And so, like, like seriously, when when she actually left the car and went to her house, I was like, I was honestly surprised. I was like, I'm not, I'm not dead. <laughs> like, there's nobody that's gonna like jump my car. <laughs> like, like, oh shit! No, that's why she was yeah. laughing because she'd gotten orders from the demon that owned the house, and it's like, no, no, we're yes. not taking this one. You screwed up. Possibly, I don't know. But yeah, she was just taking her bucket of of uh, dirt for a walk. Apparently, <laughs> bucket of dirt. 
But I'm sorry, uh, Donnie, oh, did you? I got a bucket of dirt. <laughs> did you have a bucket of dirt? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I don't talk about that. <laughs> I honestly think you would have done better if, yeah, you just told people back then that you had to clear who rides in your car with Timmy the Spider, and that could have taken <laughs> care of a lot of the problems. That's when you try to out-creep well, them, man. You're like, no, I got yeah. a lot of bodies to bury tonight. I did develop, uh, finally, I developed a, a, a thing for riding on the bus when somebody sits next to you and you, you don't, like, they, they start Which trying no to talk to do. you and they're really weird. Yeah. yeah, and especially for the guys that, like, uh, manspread and, like, you know, I'm just, like, sitting there, like, bunched up and thinking, like, God, this is so fucking then, uncomfortable. Then he throws his one um, leg over your leg, and he's like, so, how about them mitts, huh? Dude, just about. I've, like, I've, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the fucking bus. I mean, you know, and, yeah, like, and in a big city line, like Seattle. We have testicles, so we have to naturally spread our legs, but there are people that exaggerate it, and they're douchebags. Yes. Oh my yes, god, I'm so hung. You almost... those those nuts on trucks? They're like small next to mine. Yeah, I gotta Man. take and my those pants guys off. Would... I'm so hung. <laughs> and they'd always fucking sit next to me, no matter where I was sitting, no matter how many like uh, chairs were fucking empty, they'd always fucking sit well, next to me. You know, back before I had when... my car, and we were between cars, you know, we'd ride, we'd ride back from work at, at, uh, at the call center, and there was this larger woman, much larger woman, who would always sit at the same seat, always next to Simone, and she would always sit on Simone. Oh, my God. And I guess in her mind, she wasn't nearly as large as she was. And I don't know how she missed it, because she was all over everybody and everything, especially she used Simone. to tell stories like, it was a night like tonight. Yeah. <laughs> sound like a garbage truck fell off the Empire State Building. <laughs> Well, I would, uh, I ended up like what I, what I would do is I would look at them with like the, the worst smile I could come up with and say, have you heard of Jesus? Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Have you met my friend Jesus? And if they, if they tried to say something like, oh yeah, you know, if they like played with it and were like, oh yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm a devout Christian or something like that. I would always say something like, um, He's not very happy with me right now. <laughs> Have y'all heard the good news? What good news is that? About our Lord and Savior Jesus. Oh, yes, ma'am. I know him well at church. Oh, you think you know him? If you don't know as your hour is now. <laughs> he knows you and he knows what you You did. don't know him, man. You don't even know yourself. And you got to know yourself. You're going to be yourself. And I know you better than you know you. <laughs> Uh, so my wisdom That's is my if purse. you're going to choke a lady uh, <laughs> to help her bring back uh, your wife, do it in the hospital. Doing it, doing it, doing it. It's a safe it. place to, to choke a lady. Yeah. It's a safe place. So, place to join choke our Patreon and tell us in your own words <laughs> what's the safest place to choke a lady. <laughs> yes, listeners, where do you like to choke <laughs> yes, a lady? please. <laughs> I'm just helping to reach the spirit world. <laughs> it was like a thing I used to do when I was a kid. I used to I used to close my eyes and squish on the eyelids so I could see shit. 
Yeah. Oh, God. oh yeah. yeah. You, you do. Starfield. Yeah. You, you see, yeah. You see like yeah. kaleidoscope shapes and shit, and it and like you know yeah. based on what you're used to seeing, it turns into things. You know. Yeah. I used to do that and it all hurts, the but it's time. you know probably not a good idea, but I did it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or like uh, I I fuck around with my woolly pajamas to like get the static Ooh. electricity. God damn it! My sister used to induce sneezes. You talk about static, and all I think what? of is fucking Family Guy when Peter Griffin is just shuffling his feet <laughs> on the floor, going. <laughs> so please follow, listen, download, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcast and Podchaser, especially on Apple Podcast. It helps us immense, immensely. And uh, also check out our stuff on YouTube with that awesome Adrian art. And uh, he he seems to uh, be fitting in some uh, secret animations here and there or (laughs) or secret stills, uh, as we found with our last video. But uh, also check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cages kiss C-A-G-E-S-K-I-S-S. Uh, we actually have some pretty awesome uh, stuff for our Patreon, uh, our patron saints uh, this month. Ooh. And um, yeah, uh, hint, Adrian made some awesome sl- uh, stickers, oh. sticker sheets. And But that's not all. We have much, much more this month. But uh, we will let you know about that later, I guess. Well, I mean, fuck. Why Why have a surprise? Uh, uh, day before Halloween, for our Patreons this month, we are actually uh, playing a game together. So, uh, a spooky game. <laughs> that Donnie found. And uh, apparently, uh, all the kids are playing it these days. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> And we got bumper stickers too, so good times. Oh, uh, that's how you know there's a break for somebody is when they got one of them bumper stickers. <laughs> otherwise, just hit them. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, yeah, <laughs> just just pull a Ferris Bueller there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> remember, you can find Cages Kiss on Facebook and on Twitter at at Cages Kiss. You can visit our website at cageskiss.com, and you can also write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. And um, also, we're on the Instagram, but uh, I, I got to tell you, I'm pretty pretty shitty at keeping up with it. Uh-oh. But uh, yeah, we would love to hear where you uh, safely choke, ladies. <laughs> and uh, Adrian, oh, oh, wait, I almost forgot to say, Uh-oh. we would like to give a big thank you to the Vern for leaving an awesome review for us on Podchaser. Thank you Thanks, so much. Thank you. He's uh, one of the patron saints, and we love him. Yeah. Uh, check out my other podcast about witches. Um, but did I witches. say that about all them witches? Oh, but <laughs> <Butt> witches. <laughs> a butt witch like this. Uh, I'm really mm-hmm. tired, and I don't remember if I went through it. Uh, check out my other podcast about witches and history and stories of all media. Uh, Bedknobs and broom flicks. That's got licks at the end, so you know it's awesome. Uh, and the Golden Girls pod I have with Kristen from Coffin Cast. When girls were golden. Adrian, what you got? I be choking my ladies at, um, on DeviantArt.com <laughs> and Patreon under Leo the Fox, L-E-O-T-H-E-F-O-X, all lowercase, all run together, all one word. I'm doing Inktober right now in both places. 
And there He's are good. hidden Inktober entries on the Patreon. Pay me a dollar and see what those look like. And also, we got another issue of Dreadful Tales coming up in time for Halloween. And there's a contest a contest to go with that for Gripping Tales. You can go ahead and look on DeviantArt for entry information yeah. on that. The deadline is October 29th. Um, when you say gripping tails, is it like uh, the adjective gripping? No, 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 there's no I. Are you okay? I didn't know if it was like a furry thing. Dreadful tails (laughs) doesn't tend to have furry stuff in it. If you you look at my DA, you know there hasn't been any furry art in quite a few years. (laughs) Grip tails. (laughs) I actually am not the one who named or dreamed up with the dreamed up the contest. That was actually my friend Dark Sax Blue, who's a very good storyteller also and i just want you all to know that the porn movie gripping tales t-a-i-l-s has is uh intellectual property of cage's kiss (laughs) you can't take it uh donnie where can the people find you i am unreal goals on the twitter i'm stillgar the twi'lek on instagram i'm also unreal goals with my series wisdom in the bottle on youtube we have another episode coming as soon as i can find good stuff to edit into it and I'm also the boy who blew over on Pornhub. So that's where you'd be finding me. And I choose to choke my ladies into the spirit world in front of the Circle K. <laughs> you gotta choke. I don't know why. Choke yourself a little. Choke yourself a little. I have no idea why, but I was expecting Adrian to say that he cho- you could find him choking ladies in the bathroom at Spencer's. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, why. Oh, that'd be the most unspeakable so- bathroom of all. They'd have that joke toilet paper. you'll be hearing from us next week when we cover spider-man into the spider-verse which you can stream (laughs) for free on netflix otherwise you can rent or buy it uh streaming on the usual places uh, including oh god prime all over spiders sweet jesus Ah! I could eat a page for hours. Please.